we thank you for your victory over sin and death and hell. We thank you that our only hope in life and death is because of you. So Jesus, as we approach your word, we recognize that we approach you in reverence and awe, but we also approach you as those who have been invited into your presence. And so Jesus, would you meet us as we listen and as we respond? Would you allow these truths to settle deep in our hearts? Would you guard our hearts from distraction and from any device of the enemy to move us away from your word? And in Jesus' name, would you draw us in and would you speak your truth to us? Jesus, we trust you. And so we ask you to speak now through your living and active word in powerful and meaningful ways. We trust you to do it in your name. Amen. Amen. The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Adam. All the generations from Abraham to David were 14 generations. And from David to the deportation to Babylon, 14 generations. And from the deportation to Babylon to Christ, 14 generations. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband, Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear you a son. You shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea. Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and the Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, you brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit in keeping with repentance. I baptize you with water for repentance. But he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I'm not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. And when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water. Behold, the heavens opened to him and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. Behold, a voice from heaven said, this is my beloved Son with whom I am well pleased. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, if you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. 
But Jesus answered, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. While walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who's called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Immediately, they left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, in the boat with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets. And he called them. Immediately, they left their boat and their father and followed him. And he went throughout all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, healing every disease and every affliction among the people. Seeing the crowds, Jesus went up on the mountain, and when he sat down, his disciples came to him, and he opened his mouth and he taught them, saying, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, they shall be called the sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven, for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rains fell, the flood came. The wind blew and beat on the house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain fell, the floods came, the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. When Jesus came down from the mountain, great crowds followed him. Behold, a, a leper came and knelt before him, saying, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. And Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him, saying, I will be clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. A scribe came up to Jesus and said, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes. Birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. And then he got into the boat, and his disciples followed him. Behold, there arose a great storm on the sea, so that the boat was being swamped by the waves, but he was asleep. And they went and woke him, saying, Save us, Lord, we're perishing. And he said to them, Why are you afraid, O oh, you of little faith? Then he rose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. And the men marveled, saying, 
What sort of man is this that even the winds and the sea obey him? As Jesus passed on from there, he saw a man called Matthew sitting at a tax booth. He said to him, follow me. And he rose and followed him. And as Jesus reclined at table in the house, behold, many tax collectors and sinners came and were reclining with Jesus and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they said to his disciples, why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? But when Jesus heard it, he said, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. Go learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. For I came to, not to call the righteous, but to call sinners. Jesus went throughout all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, healing every disease and every affliction. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. He said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. So pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Now when John heard in prison about the deeds of the Christ, he sent word by his disciples. And he said to him, are you the one that was to come or should we look for another? Jesus answered them, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight. The lame walk. Lepers are cleansed. The deaf hear. The dead are raised up. The poor have good news preached to them. And blessed is the one who is not offended by me. Then Jesus said, Truly I say to you, among those born of women, there has arisen no one greater than John the Baptist. Yet, the one who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. For from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has suffered violence and the violent take it by force. At that time, Jesus declared, Come to me, all who labor are heavy laden, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart. You will find rest for your souls. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea. He told them many things in parables, saying, A sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seeds fell along the path. The birds came and devoured them. Other seeds fell on rocky soil. And where they didn't have much soil, they immediately sprang up since there was no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched. And since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among the thorns, but the thorns grew up and choked them. But other seeds fell on good soil. And they produced grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty he who has ears, let him hear. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and covered up. Then in his joy, he goes and sells all that he has to buy that field. 
Jesus withdrew from there in a boat to a desolate place by himself. And when he went ashore, he saw a great crowd and he had compassion on them. He healed their sick. When it was evening, the disciples came to him and said, this is a desolate place. The day's now over. Send the crowds away into the villages to buy food for themselves. But Jesus says, they need not go away. You give them something to eat. They said to him, we only have five loaves and two fish. He said, bring them here to me. Then he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass and taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven, said a blessing, and he broke the loaves, gave them to his disciples, and the disciples gave them to the crowd. And they all ate and were satisfied. And they took up 12 baskets of broken pieces left over. Those who ate were 5,000 men beside women and children. Now, when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say that I am? They said, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. And he said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter replied, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus answered him, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who's in heaven. And then Jesus told all of his disciples, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life would lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it.
At that time, the disciples came to Jesus saying, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Jesus called to him a child and he put him in the midst of them and said, truly I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you'll never enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And behold, a man came up to him saying, Teacher, what good deed must I do to have eternal life? Jesus said to him, Why do you ask me about what is good? There's only one who's good. If you would enter life, keep the commandments. The young man said, All these I've kept. What do I still lack? Jesus said to him, If you would be perfect, go. Sell what you possess, give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Come, follow me. When the young man heard this, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. Then the mother of the sons of Zebedee came up to him with her sons. And kneeling before Jesus, she asked him for something. He said to her, what do you want? She said to him, Say that these two sons of mine are to sit, one at your right and one on your left in your kingdom. Jesus answered, you don't know what you're asking. Are you able to drink from the cup that I am to drink? They said to him, we're able. He said to them, you will drink my cup. But to sit at my right hand and my left is not mine to grant. It's for those for whom it has been prepared by my father. And when the ten heard it, they were indignant at the two brothers. But Jesus called to them and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. It shall not be so among you. Whoever would be great among you should be your servant. Whoever would be first among you must be your slave. Even as the Son of Man came not to be served but to serve to give his life as a ransom for many. Now when they drew near to Jerusalem, they came to Bethphage. They brought the donkey and the colt and put, their, put on them their cloaks and he sat on them. Most of the crowd spread their cloaks on the road and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. And the crowds that went before him and that followed him were shouting, Hosanna to the son of David! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest! And Jesus entered the temple and drove out all who sold and bought in the temple. And he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold pigeons. And he said to them, it is written, my house shall be called a house of prayer and you make it a den of robbers. What do you think, Jesus said? A man had two sons. He went to the first and said, son, go out and work in the vineyard today. And he answered, I will not. But afterwards, he changed his mind and went. And he went to the other son and said the same. And he answered, oh, I go, sir. But did not go. Which of the two did the will of the father? They said, the first. Jesus said to them, truly, I say to you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes will go into the kingdom before you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness and you did not believe him, but the tax collectors and the prostitutes believed him. 
And even when you saw it, you didn't afterwards change your minds and believe him. As he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, tell us when will these things be and when will be the sign of the end of the age? Jesus answered them, see to it that no one leads you astray. Many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and they will lead many astray. This gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations and then the end will come. Now when Jesus was at Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, a woman came up to him with an alabaster flask full of very expensive ointment and she poured it on his head as he reclined at table. When the disciples saw it, they were indignant, saying, why this waste? This could have been sold for a large sum and given to the poor. But Jesus, aware of this, said to them, why do you trouble this woman? She's done a beautiful thing to me. You will always have the poor with you, but you will not always have me. In pouring this ointment on my body, she has done it to prepare me for burial. Truly I say to you, wherever this gospel is proclaimed in the whole world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. Then one of the 12, Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and said, what will you give me if I deliver him over to you? And they paid him 30 pieces of silver. And from that moment, he sought an opportunity to betray him. Now, as they were eating, Jesus took bread and after blessing it, he broke it and he gave it to his disciples, said, take and eat, this is my body. He took a cup and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them saying, drink of it, all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I will not drink again of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. Then Jesus went with them to a place called Gethsemane. He said to his disciples, sit here while I go on and pray. And taking Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, he began to be sorrowful and troubled. And he said to them, my soul is very sorrowful, even to death. Remain here and watch with me. Going a little further, he fell on his face and prayed, my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Now Jesus stood before the governor. The governor asked him, are you the king of the Jews? Jesus said, you have said so. But when he was accused by the chief priests and the elders, he gave no answer. Pilate said to him, do you not hear how many things they testify against you? But Jesus gave him no answer, not even to a single charge, 
so that the governor was greatly amazed. Now the chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowd to ask for Barabbas and to destroy Jesus. The governor again said to them, which of the two do you want me to release for you? And they said, Barabbas. Pilate said to them, then what shall I do with Jesus who is called Christ? They all said, let him be crucified. He said, why, what, what evil has he done? But they shouted all the more, let him be crucified. So when Pilate saw that he was gaining nothing, but rather that a riot was beginning, he took water, washed his hands before the crowd, and said, I am innocent of this man's blood. See to it yourselves. And all the people answered, his blood be on us and on our children. Then Pilate released for them Barabbas. And having scourged Jesus, delivered him to be crucified. When they came to a place called Golgotha, which means place of a skull, they offered him wine to drink mixed with gall. But when he tasted it, he would not drink it. And when they had crucified him, they divided his garments among them by casting lots. And they sat down and kept watch over him there. Those who passed by derided him, wagging their heads, saying, you who would destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, save yourself. If you're the son of God, come down from the cross. So also the chief priests with the scribes and the elders mocked him, saying, he saved others. He can't save himself. He's the king of Israel. Let him come down now from the cross and we'll believe him. He trusts in God. Let God deliver him now, if he desires him. For he said, I'm the son of God. Now from the sixth hour, there was darkness over all the land until the ninth hour. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, that is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. And behold, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook. The rocks were split. When it was evening, there came a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph, who was also a disciple of Jesus. He went to Pilate and asked him for the body of Jesus. Pilate ordered it to be given to him. And Joseph took the body, wrapped it in a clean linen shroud, and laid it in his own new tomb, which he had cut in the rock. And he rolled a great stone to the entrance of the tomb and went away. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were there, sitting opposite the tomb. Now, after the Sabbath, Toward the dawn of the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. Behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord had descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. 
The angel said to the women, don't be afraid. I know you seek Jesus who was crucified. He's not here. He's risen, as he said. Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples that he's risen from the dead. Behold, he's going before you to Galilee. There you will see him. See, I've told you. So they departed quickly and from the tomb with fear and with great joy, and they ran to tell his disciples. And behold, Jesus met them and said, Greetings. And they came up and they took hold of his feet and worshiped him. Then Jesus said to them, Don't be afraid. Go, tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. And so Matthew ends his gospel with the logical conclusion. Words to his disciples and words that are 2,000 years later for us. And so here, these final words from Matthew's gospel, and may they go out with us as we go out into the world. Now the 11 disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything that I've commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the end of the age. As you go, be assured that he goes before you. Be assured of his grace and his peace and that you have a message for the world that the, message the world desperately needs to hear. Go in his peace. Thanks for being here. Have a great week.